Hello, everybody. Welcome to Soaking Nostalgia, a production of Deadpan Studio Podcast. Tonight, tonight, tonight. This is the last episode for a few weeks. We're going on hiatus, which means this is the season finale of Soaking Nostalgia, season two. I know, right? The reason why Sir Bradley is so upset is because this is the first time he's been able to, since the very first episode, since episode one this episode season, one this and season. then last episode. Yeah. He gets to start uh, strong and finish uh, strong by being live. All the ladies in... know that. <sighs> Join us next week as we will be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we are live in studio, uh, which means, okay, we haven't made it any secret. Our uh, little uh, recording room is in one of the spare rooms at uh, the salon, one of the salons in Glasgow. So they, we haven't been able to come in here because they've been closed by law because of the Rona. But that's changed. Rona, Rona. <laughs> so we're going to have a good episode tonight. It's going to be one of the best ones we've done tonight. This is mostly opinion based. Of course, you know me, I like to go find other people's opinions and present them as fact. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what we do on this show. That's right. We spread the bullshit. No, that's a, that's a different show. That's a different show. Yeah. Um, but no, this episode is going to be about who we feel is the most underrated and most overrated acts out there in music. Um, but before we get to that, we have to do the same thing we do every week, and that's go through the business. All right. We, we also. We have? I was yeah. going to say, we yeah. also maybe want to introduce ourselves. Go there. Just... Oh, no. Oh, no. We've got the business to take care of, which means we have to introduce ourselves, just like we do every, every episode. So this week, for Soaking Nostalgia, I am your host, The Matt. Sir Bradley. Tiny. And Jordan. That's right, Jordan's joining us, my nephew who we've had on uh, Deadpan Studio at different shows before. Uh, he's a musician. He also does he photography. Was on, uh, he was on our episode of um, Sibling Rivalries. I was on yes. that. I was also on the Christmas episode. Yes, I was waiting for him to chime in. I didn't want to jump the gun and cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did yes, I miss that episode? No, you were here. You did Sibling Rivalries. Oh, of course, it was my idea. <laughs> But I don't remember the other one. Uh, he was—he's been on every time we've done some sort of trivia as like a phone friend type. Oh, thing. that's right, yeah. that's right. I yeah, do remember. Right yeah, yeah. Dr- drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> I was ganged up on. Every <laughs> game we do, I'm ganged up on. So <laughs> these games. I mean, you were asking me what my opinion was, and then you would just open yourself up, very vulnerable, and I would just take the shot so <laughs> <laughs> time so why wouldn't i yeah oh okay i remember the episode now I'm, yes we had multiple guests we had multiple um, guests that, that episode yeah um so let's go ahead and get uh the usual out of the way because we've got a lot of stuff we got to get through tonight um first uh mr alan hogan he's not with us for the season finale which is sad but not really no, he's he is on set right now, and uh, you know he tried chiming in to try to catch us right before we hit record, but uh, then uh, 
I hate to call him out, but then he said, I've got to go inside before the wind damages my hair and they'll get mad at me. So <laughs> anybody knows I love him. Oh yeah. And we're not, we're not really giving him grief because this is a great opportunity for him. We're proud of him and we really don't want uh, those people yelling at him. So I mean, from what I've seen, it seems like a really great opportunity. So that's awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of Mr. Alan Hogan, if you all have not had a chance, go and uh, Google The Dark, the series. That is one that uh, Mr. Alan Hogan is going to be in by Chip Rossetti uh, Productions, and uh, that is getting ready to go start streaming. They've got a trailer out for it. I don't know the exact date when it's uh, going to officially come out, but uh, it. I've watched the trailer. It looks really soon. good soon. So check it out. Yeah. It's very soon. Yeah, it does. Really it looks good cinematography. Very, very yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Now, there are some other people that or extras on that show. Yeah, but th- they're not they're not the uh, the focus, so we're not going to talk about them tonight. <laughs> hey, no, it was my uh, big break, man. I was uh, a gunman. Sir Bradley had, had he was uh, able to be uh, be an extra on that show. Yeah. So keep an eye out for him as well. Yeah. Although you all have never really seen his face, so good luck to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> Email him. Maybe maybe he'll yeah. send you a head shot. Speaking yeah. of, <laughs> speaking of, if you would like to email us and uh, if you'd like to reach us, we're we've got it at soakingnostalgia at gmail.com, deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. We have a website, deadpan-studio.com, which will lead us to our email. Now, if opening up an email and sending an actual email is too much work, I'll slow it down for you. Um, I'm gonna put this out. Uh, uh, this is for social media. We have Facebook and Twitter. Now, I know you people with your phones glued to your hands and your faces, you know how to Facebook and Twitter, okay? You know how to send a message out, you can post, do whatever. Let us know. So, we're at Soaking Nostalgia and Deadpan Studio 18 for both Facebook and Twitter. But, as always, if you're listening to us, we're you're on one of our streaming services, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Stitcher Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as Podbean, deadpanstudio.podbean.com. Check it out, yo. Yo, where my peeps at? <laughs> All right, so we've got some news stories to go through tonight real quick. Um, local and then national and international. First uh, news story is that Western Kentucky University has released a draft of what they call the Big Red Restart Plan. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with what that is or could be, it is their plan on being able to open in the fall to students instead of just being online. Now, instead of going through all of this, uh, the main highlight is that there's a feedback form. If you want to talk to them, go to uh, Western Kentucky University, wku.edu. Um, go read about it. I mean, I, there's no need to go through all this, but I at least wanted to mention this. So anybody that's interested in attending WKU, which is a very awesome school. I've got a degree from there, even though it, it doesn't help me because I didn't follow my dreams. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> so go to www.wku.edu slash restart, and you can f- uh, read uh, the full committee report on everything from transitioning back to campus, tuition and fees, and things like that. Please, please check it out. And if you're interested in attending WKU, this is very, very important. You can also get this new story on WBKO.com. Oh, my alma mater. Huh. WBKO. Um, 
All right. So, so uh, yes. I would like to just touch on that briefly. Yes, um, one of the things that I read today that I really found to be interesting is that uh, I don't, and again, I don't know how true this is because I didn't really do any fact checking. From everything I read, they're supposed to keep tuition kind of like the same as it was. They're not looking at raising it again. Yeah, well, right now, they can't so. because they're not getting any money from the government or anywhere else to be able to, you know, give themselves raises. Hence, uh, they can't raise tuition. Not that they would do that. Right. Not that that's how, oh, not that that's how financial institutions work. But, uh, no, not at all. Yeah, but I still, I still thought it was pretty cool, though. Oh, yeah. Um... We've got, uh, we were just touching on this before we, uh, got on mic and it wasn't a female, I promise. Uh, <laughs> well. Or male, depending on which way you swing. All righty then. <laughs> for our female listeners. Yeah, for our or, female listeners. Or listeners. Or homosexual male yeah. listeners. Yeah, all of, everybody yeah. in the alphabet spectrum, because I can't say all the letters without messing up, and I don't mean any disrespect on that. Um, uh, we've got one yeah. more news story, and we're only going to touch on it for a couple minutes, and that's usually all it takes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> it's been a while, man. Yeah. Oh, man, that one felt really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so all this hoopla about uh, you know North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, uh, first he was gone. He's, he's dead. He's alive. He's dead. He's alive. Well, he's alive because he's held meetings on bolster, bolstering his nuclear forces on top of everything else we've got going on in this world. We've got the coronavirus that is, you know, we have what over a hundred thousand people dead now in the U S. Um, and I'm not talking worldly. This is just the U S hundred thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we've got police brutality, race relations are, hurting right now and then here we got to worry about uh, north korea's uh, dictator <laughs> a dictator whatever you want to oh. call him um <laughs> don't 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 for, don't forget murder hornets we got to worry about yeah them. oh and murder hornets yeah and oh, yeah. we got to worry about him building hey, up his not nuclear even arsenal halfway through the year yet <laughs> so i mean uh, i'm i'm personally uh if they just watched his Steam account, which, by the way, he does have one, they would have shown that it was still very active. So, <laughs> Korea's news of it's like, he's dead, he's not. Just watch his Steam account. <laughs> Once that deactivates, I think and we have to worry a little bit more. Yeah. I, I personally think uh, I'm waiting on Cthulhu by December. Just <laughs> oh, God. Like I said, we weren't going to get to. Uh, deep into that. So, is everybody ready to go into the main topic? Yeah, we don't want to go too deep. Yes, <laughs> not too deep. Oh, that's, that's another. That's another uh, podcast. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's get to it, guys. All right. So, whew, out of the horror into the horrifying, uh, we are going to be talking about some underrated and massively overrated bands, artists, singers what have you all by our opinion. Now I know we've all got some on our minds. I actually went through and because I know we're probably going to lean towards just one genre. So I thought I would give, uh, 
<laughs> it goes to tell you what the best genre is. Uh, uh, from the other genres. It's fine. Strangely enough, Matt, I did have a couple from uh, some not so oh. popular genres. But well, well, that's that's great because you know you might actually match up with something I've got. So that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Bring them. And also, I'd like to note that Matt has a stack of papers in front of him with notes, and I'm playing NBA 2K. So we'll see how this. Goes. I was wondering what the fuck that was. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, Bow. it's just it's just a it's just a noise every time Sir Bradley thinks about sex. <laughs> there's a flag on the plate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Foul out of bounds. <laughs> Is that a leak? Is that illegal hands to the face? <laughs> oh, wow. Leading with uh, the, okay, uh, I'm done. Leading Low, with the crown of your lowest, <laughs> lowest downloaded streamed episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we got to shoot for uh, something. That's not the case. <laughs> All right, so where do we want to kick this off at? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, who wants to who wants to uh, go first? Because I, I can go straight into the genre I'm thinking everybody's gonna kind of lean into. So um, let's do uh, underrated before we completely okay. trash and demolish some overrated pieces of crap. <laughs> That's good. Okay. We'll end on a high note. <laughs> That'll work. All right. Okay. Who's one? Not everybody at once now. All right, fine, I'll go. All right. Um, obviously, uh, we're going to talk about the genre of rock music. Um, I'd say that's where a lot of us are leaning. Underrated. Who do I think is the most underrated band, musician, artist in rock music? To me, I think it was the band known as UFO. <laughs> I don't even know him. Wow. wow. That I know of. Wow. Well... Let's just say they've not just, uh, of course, they've had a lot of, they had a lot of hits in the 70s and 80s, but they're also massive collaborators and in, and are very influential in artists such as Slash, Tom Morello, uh, Mike McCready, um, all of Def Leppard uh, count UFO as some of their inspiration, Kirk Hammett, uh, Steve Harris, and Billy Corgan all consider them as influences. You know, saying if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be playing the music that I'm playing today or have been playing. I, I kind of wish they hadn't. So Corgan would shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Believe me. Look, he's not doing much with music right now except playing the same old crap. He's going back and messing with wrestling. He's still talking. Uh, I know. But he's still running his mouth. Uh, yeah, that's what he does, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, this band's been around since 1969. They were part of the second movement of heavy metal. They were coming on the heels of Black Sabbath and Deep Purple, and uh, they actually paved the way for new British heavy metal bands like Iron Maiden and Saxon, who I almost put on here, Saxon, as an underrated metal hey, ma- rock band. You, you would not be wrong, sir. Yeah. Um, wrong. I mean, you can say that they had just a significant role in starting the heavy metal genre as those that were more popular, like Sabbath and Deep Purple. Um because they, they were there in 69. So, but they didn't actually reach their success until about seventies, the seventies or eighties. I mean, they're still playing today to sell out crowds, but you know, I think it's a shame because 
the the lyrics, the the arrangements, and the, just the way that they played the music on stage and put on a show, I don't think that they got their just desserts. So UFO, salute to you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so how about this? We'll just do uh, we'll just do the roundtable since I uh, since I finished uh, for rock. You finished first. Yeah, I finished first. Okay, but I'm also going on happy, so <laughs> I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm part of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so tiny. Uh, let's say, let's go with you. Who do you think, uh, is the most underrated, one of your underrated bands? Uh, so for just looking at the rock genre, uh, I think probably one of the most underrated bands that I really enjoy, um, is the Moody Blues. Um, they, they they were on my top five underrated yeah and so everybody knows the song nights in white satin which is a great it's a great track it's been used in a lot of soundtracks but as a band and rhythmically instrumentally and lyrically they were amazing and i don't think that they ever get the recognition they deserve uh based on everybody thinks they're a one-hit wonder but they had some really good stuff that they put out that nobody ever listens to. Yeah. Um, basically because it never got radio play because let's face it at the, at the time they were out, it was a, a lot of, uh, uh, your heavier rock, yeah. um, that was coming out. So that's, that's kind of where they were at. But, uh, you know, for, for a band in the sixties, I thought they were excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. They were they were they were really good. They got kind of drowned out by uh, the Doors and a uh, and a few others that were out at that time. They could have been really huge if uh, Jim Morrison didn't look so pretty. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're on my list of the other side at that point. But <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You think the Doors are overrated? Oh God, yes. Thank you. Uh, Thank the you, Doors. Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. The Doors. The Doors. Yes. Jim Morrison, no. Jim Morrison never got the the respect he deserved for what he did and what he done. Well, he's got to stick around. Not, not musically, but yeah, we'll get into it later. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, because I have an argument for that, Tiny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have a massive argument for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this will be good. This will be fun. All right. All right. You said you said uh, Moody Blues. All right. Um, yeah. Well, uh, what about you, Sir Bradley? Okay, so I came into this completely unprepared, right? And welcome to the I mean, welcome to the group. This is <laughs> you know per usual, right? It's it's, um, it's all this is all. However, opinion. I have been incredibly incredibly busy uh, the past two weeks, but um, yeah, I can see the track marks on your hands. <laughs> Welcome back wow. to the studio. Okay, that was good. Um, <laughs> That's probably my last good one of the night. Everyone else is going to be crickets. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going into this like, oh, shit, uh, mixed talking, and I've got to come up with who's underrated 
You know what? <laughs> I don't give a f- who's tired of hearing about Oasis, but I'm going to talk about them. Not worldwide. <laughs> not worldwide because they are glorified everywhere except America. For whatever reason, Americans don't know their music. I really don't know why or how that happened. It's um, because we like our reality TV on TV and not in our music. So, uh, right. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> but uh, we, um, we all know my opinion on Oasis. They're a great band. Uh, really so, you know, I've I've been just, wow, just, I have been up their ass for two, three years now. And um, I'm starting to, you know, I'm playing these songs and other people are hearing them. I'm like, oh, wow, this, who is this? You know, more and more people are getting into them just because I'm listening to them. So, I don't really have much else to say other than f- you, Matt. Um, <laughs> no, no, I kind of, I kind of have to agree with you, sir, Bradley. Uh, I think that they are underrated in America. Uh, I got, I got into Oasis, um, probably my freshman or sophomore year in high school. And, uh, I really enjoyed their, their music. Um, and now this is, Kinda, I'm speaking strictly outside of Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova and Don't Look Back in Anger. I'm because those right. songs were popular here, but, but right, outside right. of that, they've well, got a whole library see, of music is great music, but nobody knows them. So, so one of the things that, uh, if you don't know already, you will learn about me, uh, eventually is just because I get turned on to a band by something that's popular, I usually tend to go back and listen to their collection of music. And uh, he likes a little more than just the tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do enjoy a little deeper dive than that. So. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have missed this. <laughs> I got my nose in it again, and I have been waiting and waiting all season to get my nose in it. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> and let's face it if you're not getting your nose in it you're not doing it right I, I tell you what I'll, I'll split i'll split this down the middle with you sir bradley i think oasis is overrated but let me back up i would no now listen listen <laughs> oasis itself up, is overrated the drama and everything that they've kicked up i think is completely overrated but the brothers as musicians the music that they wrote and put out and are proud of and the fact that nobody else has been able to hear that outside of the bickering and fighting and all this stuff that they do, I think makes them completely underrated. Can you at least uh, that that's acceptable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because whenever you hear Oasis, all you know is that they freaking fight all the time. You, you may have heard wonder you brought up the hits wonder they've got a catalog of great music. But it's the fact that they've let their personal lives rule everything else that makes Oasis overrated. But if you take away that, they are probably some of the most underrated musicians out there. I mean, Wait, I, so I, at least here in America. No, anywhere. Anywhere. But say, I'll, I'll add, like their first two, two albums. Brilliant. They don't Great. want him to talk. <laughs> Turn that down, Mick. Once they got here, either it was the drama that overtook or the songwriting skills that were came due to that, they flopped. 
and it wasn't the greatest music that was released. At that point, it became very overrated because they were part of the Brit rock that was taking over, and the music they were producing once they came over here wasn't as great as it could have been. I don't know if it was hindered due to the drama, but you can definitely tell they got better as they separated. I mean, Noel Gallagher by himself right now is before they hit the U.S. Whoa, they had whoa, I'm interested. They had before in, they got to the U.S. Before they, uh, they they had much better music. It was when they hit know, the U.S. That's, that's, that's when they kind of uh, because they just became overabundantly popular. And then when they separated, they made great music too. I would like to hear what you were. Sorry, Jordan. Saying, Jordan. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, it's just the shows like, like I'm split in the middle because the fact is they are an overrated band once they got to the U.S. because the fact is they were blown out due to Wonderwall, due to Champagne, Supernova, due to those popular hits that everyone knows but weren't always the greatest hit that were written if you look back at their previous material, like brilliantly written previous material, but the stuff that everyone knows is very popular, very catchy. So it just depends on how you look at it. Like from a music perspective, or if you're looking at it from something that like tickles your ear and you love singing. I absolutely love both brothers solo careers. They've got some really good stuff. So the brothers, Noel, Liam, there's your answer. You and a a separate and before you made it to the U S completely underrated, but you as Oasis in the U S completely overrated. Yes. Still has nothing to do with the quality of their music over their entire I'm fine catalog. with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, like Wonderwall is not even close to being their like maybe top twenty songs, but yeah. you know, it's you it's it's the most popular. It's the one that everyone knows. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan, I believe we saved you for last on the rock in, uh, part anyway. Um, All right. Who, uh, yeah, you go ahead. Who do you think is completely uh, overrated, okay. uh, underrated, underrated, underrated in rock? I was saying, I got a whole list for the other one, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was stuck between. There was two bands that like I was like really going in between. It was one, the Kinks, and who was heavily influential to a lot of music. Have an but argument one for that too. It depends on which artist heard it, but the one I'm leaning towards actually is Into the Pixies. Oh, they okay. Actually, yeah. They had heavily influenced every alternative band that is playing now. If you ask one of them, they're going to tell you that was one of their influences. And yet, beyond Where Is My Mind and maybe like Here Comes Your Man, they're fairly unknown, even though Doolittle is an amazing album. There are tons of albums that influenced and were immensely greatly written but if you ask someone who the pixies are either they know is where is my mind or they have no idea who the hell they are i recognize the name the kinks yeah <laughs> uh, only only uncultured swan doesn't know the pixies I mean. <laughs> jesus h christ <laughs> all right well but, yeah you want to jump on this dog pal too jordan go ahead <laughs> I'm just saying, you can ask like the average person; they may not who they know who they are, but they have had a huge influence on music. There's a reason. Yeah, they. There is a. They, I mean, they really have. Yeah. Now I do have the Kinks listed here, but I have them under pop music because I kind of ventured back and forth between pop and rock music. Uh, so I'm glad you brought them up because it gives me a okay. gives me a good in uh, you know good end to talk about them. I think they are completely underrated. 
because the reason why people didn't here at least here in America don't know about them is because they actually got banned in America when they were uh, hitting it big. Uh, you know True. they they were they could have been as big if not bigger than the Beatles over here. They actually influenced. Mm-hmm. Actually, John Lennon has said that the Kings yep. are an influence for them becoming a band and yep. much less their writing style. Exactly. Like the King- they were there are- in the height of the British invasion. Um, they just didn't get the exposure. Blur. uh i mean if you look uh, ray davies his songwriting grew very introspective and nostalgic (laughs) nostalgic Uh, (laughs) oh relying on english musical influences such as music hall country english folk um but they here's what here's what gets it for me they Cement uh, secured their legacy as great songwriters, but didn't get the exposure because at one point, uh, Ray Davies was asked to sing uh, Waterloo Sunset at the closing ceremony of the 2012 Olympic Games last summer. But Ray and the Kinks, um, they'll never be considered in the same bracket as the Beatles or the Rolling Stones because the performance was edited out of NBC's American broadcast. Mm hmm. Again, um, another band that that didn't get the exposure to make it big. Uh, yeah. um, I kind of I kind of have the same agreement with you, uh, Matt. As they they possibly could have been bigger than the Beatles. Um, I don't know bigger, but at least as big. Just because they, they, each of them, yeah, they could have been as popular. Absolutely. Yeah, because all of them could sing, all of them could write, all of them could play. They were all very talented. And it just, they just, nobody actually knows why they were banned here in the U.S. <laughs> that was actually said, nobody out. knows why. Yeah, I was like, went on like a huge deep dive to try to figure out why this happened. Because I was just like, you know what? I've been actually thinking about this a lot. And I still don't have an answer either. And I've been diving into it. <laughs> um, Before we, I, I have another underrated rock band. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> And um, that's Our Lady Peace. Jordan, are you familiar with them? I am very familiar. I grew up with those. I mean, they haven't put out music in, I think, the last couple of years, but really good music. They've had very good music. Um, Saw them perform live once. Had um, Shinedown opened for Seether. Seether opened for Our Lady Peace. Our Lady Peace opened for Three Doors Down. Best concert I've ever been to. With that lineup, yeah, that what happened that because then Caesar started opening for, uh, for um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. They just kind of dropped out. Wow, I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. Yeah, but um, but anyway, Revanescence? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Our Lady Peace, Canadian band, doesn't really get a whole lot of love. Um, really, <clears throat> as far as in America, anyway, the only thing they're really known for is somewhere out there. Their biggest That's commercial, biggest I commercial success. But they're not mad about it, eh? <laughs> that was the the Gravity uh, album, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, Gravity. Yes, it was Gravity album. Yes, yeah. was a great album. Yeah. Had yeah. not enough, which is a, just an amazing song. But oh, that's a great song. Though I'm like yeah. more of a personal fan of Happiness is not a fish. That was a great album. 
you had things like is anybody home one man army ah shoot there was wow. others there i'm enjoying i'm enjoying <laughs> jordan being here and agreeing with me <laughs> You're a great you know you know you know what's funny if he had, if he had a pair uh, of boobs you'd be proposing right now right yeah he's, he's agreeing he's married though oh, yeah. what uh mick What's really funny, sir, Bradley, um, is you said Our Lady Peace, and the only thing my mind went to uh, as an underrated band was Cake. <laughs> oh, Cake. <laughs> I love Cake, dude. Oh, no, and they're a great band. I have no. Oh, a band. Them. I thought you were talking about actual Cake. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah. So we're not talking about music at all here. Diabetes knocking uh, on the back door. <laughs> <laughs> right? I still love the distance. That is still an amazing song, and I'm, my wife quotes it all the time. <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny? Uh, I absolutely love distance. Uh, short skirt, long jacket is one of my favorites. However, I recently found out they did a cover of War Pigs, which is mind-blowing if you haven't listened to it go listen. you know the only reason cake never got the love that they deserved was because if you were into grunge and you were a fan of nirvana then you weren't allowed to like cake i mean that's just oh, that's long you, and short of it. oh allison chains can't like cake yeah that's i call bs because i enjoy all those bands oh yeah yeah i do too you just couldn't admit it <laughs> you like all those bands but not pearl jam Jesus Christ. Dude, come on, man. Ed, Eddie Better, Eddie Better is the most overrated singer on the planet. Oh, f You better be glad you're in Bowling Green, motherfucker. I will say, great beginning album, but Eddie Better has completely tailed off. I don't know what's wrong with him now. Drugs. I mean, Dude, I, I think it may be the lack of it. That could be. All I'm saying is if I can sound exactly like you, and mimic every song that you do, it's probably not a good thing. He doesn't like music that he can't understand the words to, but he loves corn. <laughs> uh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's for back. another show. I, that is for another show. I enjoy you. Helen, but I can't understand a damn word he's saying. <laughs> uh, tell you what, now I do have other genres for underrated artists, so outside of uh what do you mean other genres i listen to both kinds of music rock and roll oh yeah oh my god <laughs> uh, <laughs> jordan says you get an a for effort on that one <laughs> i heard on the inside so much now <laughs> very, That's very much said. so yeah um i've got i've got uh I've got six genres of music here. Um, okay. Uh, now Hit me. Come on. Okay. Let's go. So underrated. I have chosen Alan Jackson for country music. Mm, I don't think underrated hard. so much. I just think forgotten. That's why he's completely underrated because he doesn't get the, he's a hall of famer, but he does not get the same, you know, respect that say Dwight Yoakam, George Strait, Garth Brooks, Johnny Cash, George Jones, none of them. But, you know, he's been, Alan Jackson has been a constant and a hit maker. And just, you name it, over the years, he has, it says he's charted enough number one singles to fill multiple greatest hit albums. 
by none. I mean, bar none. You could be very, so, you could be right, but I am not a fan of country music, so I will back out of this because I have no opinion on this. I am pretty much anti-country, but oh, he God. was actually pretty good. So it's, he it's me and Matt good, on this so. one, huh? No. Yeah. Okay, here's where my here's my uh, argument. Billboard, top 100 all-time greatest country artists of the modern era. He wasn't even listed. But you know who was? Taylor Swift. Uh, His so, career spans nope. decades, and yet he's beat out by her, who has only done a couple of country albums before going into full pop, and she is still on that list, and he's not? She hasn't even been in music for a decade yet. You tell me. How is he's not underrated? Are, are you done? I think you need a beer. <laughs> yeah. I need you, need you to take a breather here. I think uh, I need to go down to Chattahoochee. <laughs> Look, I uh how much body water meant to me. If we were talking twenty years ago, I would have disagreed with you one hundred percent. Because I think twenty years ago he was overplayed and overpushed. However, looking at his musical career and where he stands today in that genre. You are 110% right. Today, he is underrated. 20 it's, years ago, he was. It's been 19 years since we since we got Remember When. Hmm. Remember yeah. When was at the end of Alan Jackson's career. Alan Jackson's been making music <laughs> since the early 80s. That okay. comment right there Damn. just proved. Yes. Oh, wait. Who'd we yeah. lose? Who'd we lose? Uh, who do you think? Uh, we oh, didn't Alan's lose on. anybody. We Alan's gained on. Alan. Oh. We Alan. gained Alan. Welcome. Well, sh. <laughs> Hello. It's okay. He's coming at a great time. Yeah. Well, let's back up yes. just a bit then. Hey, Mr. Alan Hogan, since we've got you here before you have to go back inside and do more uh, you know, acting stuff, um, who do you consider one of the most underrated rock bands? Underrated? Yes. They oh, how much time you got? Just one. Just one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> underrated the one that rock stands band. out to you. We've we've mentioned uh, UFO, The Kinks, Oasis. Who don't? Who am I missing? Moody, Moody, Moody Blues. Blues. Moody Blues. Moody Blues. And yeah, Pixies, The Kinks as well. Yeah. Wow. Putting me on the spot. Yeah. Just in case you were going to mention one of those, uh, if you could pick any other, unless you agree with uh, any of those as being uh, well. The most okay. I'll tell the other. Well. This is one cl- closer to my heart, mm-hmm. uh, since we have listen- listeners that are not just in Kentucky. I know who I'm gonna going say. to say. I know who Blackstone say. Cherry, I right. baby. <laughs> I agree. They are completely underrated. They, because, they... and here's why. Well, this is this is not the only reason. Uh, the UK is notoriously known for appreciating good music more than the United States of America. Yes, they are. So. I'm going with Blackstone Cherry. That's because we need to adopt a three o'clock in the afternoon uh, tea time when we can sit and ponder what good music is. Mm-hmm. And so now yeah, lazy. I, well, my my brain. Oh, I was going through so many different ones, <laughs> but but that's got to be the the out of all the bands that were coming to my head, they are the least known in the U.S. Yeah. So I'm going with them. And that's, and that's I also sad picked too. a band that was least known in the U.S. Yeah, but there's yeah. a difference. This is an American group. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and and it, and it shouldn't be that way. 
So I, I knew most everybody would pick rock for most underrated music and bands. So I went, I did uh, six different music genres and I listed who I thought. And then I figured we could discuss that once we talked about the rock. Um, we we're have still moved on, on to country. Yeah. We've talked about country and I mentioned Alan Jackson as being completely underrated, which uh, tiny said, well, 20, 20 years ago, I would say no, but today yes. my, mine is 2001. <laughs> yeah. Where he cleaned up. I'm, I'm glad that somebody else. Yeah, he, he was all over the place after 9-11. Um, him and Toby Keith. Um, if we're saying country, ah, that that's that's another... I have to think about that one because, you know, just Chris Stapleton's not underrated anymore. Uh, he was at one point. If we were going to say, if we were going to say Chris Stapleton, we can bring somebody who is so much like Chris Stapleton in my eyes, but he doesn't get any any respect is Jamie Johnson. Jamie Johnson. Yeah. uh, Now you, you mentioned Alan Jackson and you're talking about today, right? Yes. Well, I'm going to say Travis Tritt. Because I'll agree with that. The first time that I heard Chris Stapleton, I thought it was Travis Tritt. I yeah. thought he made a comeback. The reason, the uh, only reason I'm going to disagree with you on that is just because Travis Tritt, I think, today gets a little more res- uh, respect uh, than Alan Jackson. But I do agree that he is also very underrated. Yeah, Such I think he talent. was underrated when he was big. Because <laughs> I can uh, agree with that, too. I mean, that's just coming from somebody whose dad... Never really liked him that's, all that much. That's because every time uh, he tried anything, Garth Brooks was there to, you know, pull the rug out from <laughs> under him. And I mean, that's the honest truth. Not that that's well, what Garth was trying to do. That's just kind of what happened, you know. Well, I'll, I'll say this too, because uh, I mentioned Dad not really liking Travis Tritt all that much. Dad never liked Brad Paisley until I took him to a concert, um, and then he had much, much more respect on it on him because the way he played that guitar hmm. and. And his singing wasn't all that bad either. Um, I don't know, man. Um, a Carrie Underwood is definitely not underrated. No, she's a little overrated. But she, but she comes to mind, and I, uh, I actually Mick, got to see button? her live. Yeah, he's muted. Um, yeah, and her I meant voice, him watching on mute. Oh. <laughs> her voice, though, I don't think she gets enough as much recognition as she should for having such an amazing voice. Um, you can say what you want about her style, and sometimes it's a little more popular, popular than it should be. But her voice is is amazing. Um, Meatloaf, Meatloaf. I don't think he ever ever got, even though he blew up at a at a time. I don't think he ever got the proper respect that he deserved. I he would tell us from, what he wouldn't do for love, especially from his <laughs> label, maybe. who just well, completely th- shit all over him. I think the reason yeah. he does he's completely underrated is because they've. He's always put himself and everybody else has put himself in the wrong genre. I don't think he should be in rock or metal, honestly. I don't think he fits in any of those. I think he's uh, he's more musical operatic, and I don't mean that in a demeaning way at all. Just listen to how his voice 100%. is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's theatrical. It's a very, it's a very solid point. Yeah. I think if he had just stayed in that genre, he may not have blew up like he did, but I think he could have mm-hmm. still been, like today, I still think he would be out 
performing to sold out venues across the world, you know, singing, you know, classic operatics or, you know, just really fine musical, you know, types of things. I, I think you'd make a damn fine living at that instead of trying to live on his, uh, you know, royalties from Bad Out of Hell 1 and 2. Um, but let's let's talk about the genius of the Bad Out of Hell album. Well, the Jim 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 Steinman. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Well, well. The the hell with Meatloaf himself, Jim Steinman. Yeah. Like Jim Steinman. that uh, that man uh, is extremely underrated. Oh yeah. Uh, in, in the sense that he's not as well known as he should be. Uh, nowadays, um, you know, people think of uh, the the Bad Out of Hell albums. All they think about is Meatloaf. They don't think about the name right underneath it, <laughs> right underneath the title of the album. Um, amazing composer, oh, yeah. amazing. Uh, and Meat's not the only one he's worked country. with. Um, I mean, and I'm sorry, somebody has an opinion. Oh no, I was just gonna say. Um, I mean, what happened to Meatloaf is like he stopped doing music because he went into acting. That's well, what no, that he couldn't sell a record no. to save his life at that point. No, that's that's not what happened. Meat was an actor um, who got into music. Oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, it's the other way. Jim, Jim Steinman, uh, he was doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show live on stage before it was ever a movie. Like that's pretty much the original cast of the stage production that you saw in that movie. Yeah. Uh, um, Meat. I mean, he had personal demons, like so many talented people seem to have. Um, money money problems is what really got him, and then his health. The fact that that man is, has the voice that he's got with the amount of health problems that he has, it, it's it's so respectable um, from my standpoint, anyway. Because um, when I saw him, I, I got to see him at the Ryman, and it was only like an hour and a half show. When in the seventies and eighties, that man was doing three to four hour gigs. I ain't passing out on stage. <laughs> uh, Sir Bradley, what were you going to say? You I was going to say, I'm trying to steer this back to country. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I want to get all these other things that are considered genres, but um, maybe somebody that uh, that Alan has worked close with, and uh, maybe that's Dirk Bentley. Dirk Bentley, dude. Yeah. Um, see. When when he first went on, came on the scene, um, he he his music. I, here in recent years, me personally, I didn't tell him this when I worked with him. Um, he he um, it, it kind of went away from from that. Like he kind of got into the whole. Garth Brooks likes to call it hip hop. Um, yeah. He's more poppy all of a sudden but if he would go back to what he was on his debut album um but i don't I, but it's hard to say knowing what i know about the music business uh and how this the um studios operate i don't know if he's doing what he really wants to do but in terms of him himself yes he is extremely underrated see i um, i, I kind of agree and disagree i don't think he's overrated or underrated i think he's just right there doing what he wants to do because he's doing a lot of collaborations with a lot of people and he I, is he, I, he's, he's very he's having, very happy you know it's it, i mean i think mm-hmm. he's even said in an interview that he's found a happiness that he didn't know he was looking for so i think even though he he can he's doing new music himself 
I don't think he wants to be the superstar, but I think he's right where yeah. he needs to be at. You have a, yeah, you have a very good point. Um, cause I think he is still like, he, he's very, he's well known in the country circle, uh, and country fans. But I think Dirt's one of those guys that could go anywhere he wants to and not have to worry about being bothered. Yeah, I think that's what he um, wants. I think he just wanted to make a living making music and not have to worry. And that's what yeah, he's doing. So, yeah, you got a yeah, you got a good point. I didn't think about that. But I mean I'm not I'm not that big of a um of a of a country fan. Uh, like I like certain ones, I listen to certain ones mm-hmm. and I know more about certain ones than I do others. Well, I will um, say I, I listen to almost every genre and I, I'm going to say that's tiny's fault. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I mean, I do, uh, I, I do listen to every genre, but there's only a I certain would, amount of country I stars. Too. Like that I said I know. before, rock and roll. Yeah. So. Uh, <sighs> I would like to, I would like to throw a name out. I would like to throw a name out while we're talking about country music and underrated people. Um, David Allen Coe. I think is one of the most <laughs> underrated country musicians ever. Well, there might be good reason for that nowadays. Uh, well, <laughs> even uh, even yeah. given even given like his outrageous stuff that that got popular and made him kind of like a a funnier type musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he wrote the song "Please Come to Boston," and if that's not the purest country song ever. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what we can. I, could I think do there's a more pure country song from the movie Pure Country. <laughs> now, 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 Tiny, while I agree with you that he is underrated, I think he was okay with that. I, I mean, absolutely. I think he hit his spot and he did what he wanted to do and he did the music he wanted to do. Yeah, and he wasn't going yeah, to make anybody that, angry. I think if. But was, let's. I think those if, that are underrated just, end up getting to a point where they try so stinking hard. Uh, that, and then the, you can tell some of the frustration in some of the music they make uh, that they're not hitting the level that they want. Well, yeah. not even as an artist, per se, but as a writer. Like, do you know how many songs he wrote for other artists mm-hmm. that became hugely popular? He's like, actually Dirk <laughs> Bentley's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll get it's off hard, my soapbox. Yeah, going going by by mixed point, it, it's kind of hard to say any of these guys are underrated because they're at a point, even though they're they're not like a marquee name and they're not popping up everywhere. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to say that they're underrated because they're doing what they love for a living, um, and they don't really come across as seeking that gratification of a lister because they don't need it yeah well that is this and and we discussed this slightly um on a couple of different episodes that is the difference between in my opinion an artist and a performer yeah a a performer is looking for that they have to have that there's a great line in the movie uh throw mama throw mama from the train where uh, Rob Reiner says to Billy Crystal, "You go be an artist. Let the rest of the world make a living." There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, let's let's move into uh, metal because the last two here are going to be very probably just uh, me and Tinyish. <laughs> uh, so let's go into metal. Um, I chose Queensrÿche. 
Oh. Well done, sir. 100% agree. I'm like, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, they, me they would have been around a long time until the grunge scene completely destroyed that, but they very good. I mean, they were the originators of the concept album. I mean, good concept album. Let me rephrase that. They were the originators of a good concept album. Kiss had a concept <laughs> album and it was crap. The Elder. Uh... Can I can I just bring up a point to to counter that for just a second? Sorry, you're talking about just one Kiss album. <laughs> oh, no. I have an argument because I guarantee you're going to say Kiss is completely overrated. We'll see. No, we'll see. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that on the other side. Uh, you want to talk about concept albums? How about Pink Floyd's The Wall? <laughs> oh no, that. That was a concept album. <laughs> Which was made into a great picture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, you can't really say they were the pioneer of concept albums. Now, they are a great band, and I love Queensryche. But you can't, but, but you cannot, uh, but see, uh, if we're talking about metal, I'm not considering Pink Floyd in that. That's That's my only argument for that. Yes, while I agree, Pink Floyd, yes, great concept album. I'm thinking more in the metal genre. Okay. But fair, fair but, enough. That's, that's fine. But <laughs> The Wall, Dark Side of the Moon, all those albums, very much, very much. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, that, that that was my only argument. I agree with you 100%. I think Queensryche is one of the most underrated bands, uh, one of the most underrated singers of all time. Oh, yeah, Jeff Tate. Oh, yeah. Man, they're still putting out music today sans uh, Jeff Tate, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll move quickly from... Uh, me talking as saying uh queen's right does anybody have another metal band that they want to chime in if not we can go on to punk trying to think real quick because there's like a couple i can grab from just queen strike seems to be like the one that i would want to grab towards just because i be enjoy careful their music. what you're grabbing <laughs> he's grabbing, um, he's grabbing the queen's reich if i had if i had to name a couple that i I kind of throw into a metal genre and they, and they make me lean more towards rock on both of these, but, uh, man of war, I think oh. is probably underrated a great deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As, underrated as well as, as metal. Uh, they, they lean more towards thrash, but I, I do agree. I do agree. And, and then, uh, Jack, Jackal, <laughs> I think was really, really underrated. They got done in because of the the use of the chainsaw. They had good music before implementing the chainsaw in one in that one damn song, but then that's what got took over. Um, yeah, I, I do agree with that. Uh, let me think. Think uh, for me, it would probably be Leatherwolf. That's a good one to. That's actually throw a band I've never heard of. Yeah, a UK band. That's why they're underrated. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, heavy, heavy influence of the uh, UK scene when it came to like metal. Very good. Endangered Species is a great album. You should check it out if you haven't heard it. Uh, should we go on to punk? Because <laughs> this one may be, may be a short one. Um, underrated, I chose the Angry Samoans. Anybody ever heard of the Angry <laughs> Samoans? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It rings uh, a bell somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, um, you're not wrong. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they were very they they broke boundaries when it came to punk. Now now whenever somebody mentions punk, they usually think of two bands, either the Ramones or or the Sex Pistols. Oh uh, God, they're on my list, but not on this list. Good for you. <laughs> right. Good uh, for you because you would be on the right track. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I will I will say that uh, Sid Vicious probably did not get the respect that he deserved in the punk genre. I think so. he got a little too mm. much, and the reason he sits there is because he died. You're really gonna hate my argument when I go to well, overrated let, bands because I, well, I make mention of Sid Vicious. <laughs> I think I think he's gonna hate mine more. Um, I don't think that he is, and the reason why I say that is because I know nothing about him, but I know he exists. Um, I have always heard his name. Yeah. Um. The, and I've seen what he looks like, but I could not tell you a single song. Now, the, the Wild uh, Samoans, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, they um, they were more than just an average punk band. They were wildly offensive, of course, uh, but they used a lot of tongue-in-cheek you know, type of language in them. Uh, they invented what's called snot punk. Uh, their first two albums are probably the best uh, punk LPs ever made. Which, Did you say snot punk? Yes. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh, sure did. It's it's a genre. It mm-hmm. really is. And That's the awesome. blending of three chord punk with the with burgeoning hardcore of the day was pretty much revolutionary in my book. Um, but they don't get any respect. They should at least be up there with. I, I was like, who can I say that they were? next to they could have been you know they should have been at least as high as the dead kennedys but they weren't i mean really good band by the way name drop on that one but um i know i know that that one was going to be quick this next one's going to be kind of quick too uh rap or hip-hop oh definitely underrated underrated Uh, nobody (laughs) seriously yeah yeah i've got one uh, oh, okay, Matt. Wait, no, I've got to hear this. Hang on. Yeah, I'll listen, then I'll follow. <laughs> okay. Rakeem. Okay. Fair enough. As Very a part of Eric being, uh, Eric being Rakeem. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's he's uh he's very influential. He was bad, uh, you know. He came out in what the the eighties, uh, but he was probably the most influ- uh, a part of the one of the most influential hip hop duos of the time. He's also done a great solo work. Um, he tends to get lumped in with other rappers of that time, but I mean he's been in a career for thirty years and he's still. I mean, if you hear him today, his flow and style is just flawless. And it paved way for a big generation of rap and hip hop artists. Um, his rhyme schemes, uh, he had some really deft wordplay. Uh, I mean, so I, I, uh, I just, if you, agree with Rocky. yeah. If, if you want to talk about somebody who had a big influence on music, but and not maybe script. just yeah. the rap genre. But uh, wow, just, how did you know uh, that? Because we can hear the pages. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't uh, have my video. Yeah, it, a... you, you hear pages turning, I hear money. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but if you want to talk about somebody in the rap slash hip hop genre that I don't think ever gets enough respect, and he may 
now because he is an actor, but Common it was one of the most intelligent rappers that there was at the time he come out. Yes. And and I think he had a lot to do with shaping rap to what it is today because you have people now uh, like uh, Will Dickey and I think even maybe Eminem he may have had some influence on. He has. He just doesn't uh, have just, the longevity as some others, uh, which you know leads into his being underrated. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and Dave Chappelle really did a lot for him. He did, um, but but even then, like it still wasn't the the place that I feel like he should have been because when I was in middle school and high school, um, I mean I was a huge you know Eminem fan. Well, I had a, a buddy named Taylor. Um, he uh, he was like he was like, dude, is that all that that you listen to? And I was like, well, when it comes to rap, pretty much. And he's like, what about this guy? What about this guy? And he introduced me to Common. And I was like, why isn't this guy so much more popular right now? I think he was just exactly. impressed. That, I think he was just impressed that you were white and weren't listening to Eminem. Well, well, <laughs> and and uh, he, uh, he was like, well, dude, you, you need to. He's like, you watch Chappelle show? I was like, sometimes. And he said, Common's on there sometimes. He's like, watch, watch it. Look for him. And I'm like, okay. And I did. Dude's awesome. But I I, I love the he's a yeah he's a poet yeah and but your songwriter before that he wrote for a lot of people before he even came out and that's yeah even more underrated because he's helped write a ton of hits that you would not know he was involved with but unfortunately unfortunately Matt um, this is a genre that I could go on for for a little bit about because uh, not only common uh, Qualib Tali. And Q-tip. Uh, yep. I, I mean, there are so many that uh, we could set. But so. even then, I feel like he, he's got himself a pretty big name anyway. Oh, he's an actor now, and that's kind of why I said people know him now, but it's not because of his music. It's because of yeah. what he's done in acting. So. Right. Uh Let's see here. So I think we've uh, we've gone pretty well into underrated. I think we're about as good as we can get into that. And that, ladies and gentlemen, with that sudden exit means that this is the end of part one. Now, the reason I did that was because, once again, we get a little long-winded in our topics and things that we are passionate about. Besides, that gives you all an extra week to get some additional content from us before we go on our much-needed hiatus before uh, A History of With Cat comes out. So, let's go ahead and bring this topic to a close for today. Next week will be... Uh, well, it's the fun parts, the most overrated bands that we consider. Uh, so, as always... If you oh wait a second I almost forgot this week we do have a uh, a nostalgia item of the week even though we do have one next week this week it is lemon fresh sun and hair lightener yeah that's straight out the nineties <laughs> honestly that actually comes back about thirty years uh, prior to now so yeah it's been around about thirty years it's what a lot of people used uh, to lighten their hair using peroxide and lemon juice just came in a little spray people have been using that technique for a very long time uh the only reason i bring it up is because well 
you know, of course, we're recording in a spare room of the salon. Um, <laughs> you know, we just we just make do. Anyway, uh, you've got two options for these. You've got Tropical Breeze and Lemon. Ugh. So how does it work? You just spray it in, lay out in the sun, and then pretend that the 90s are still here. Because right now, it's not the greatest place to be in this world. <laughs> but we'll get there. By the way, black lives do matter. There you go. Um, anyway, if you'd like to email me about that and your differing opinion, don't. It's the only time you'll ever hear me say don't email me about something. Well, you may hear me once or twice depending on the subject, but this one definitely don't email me about it because you know what? Black lives matter, and I'll leave it at that. So... Anybody else, if you would like to reach us, uh, we do have social media. We are on so at Soaking Nostalgia and at Deadpan Studio 18 for Facebook and Twitter. We have Soaking Nostalgia at gmail.com and Deadpan Studio 18 at gmail.com for our email. We have a website, Deadpan Studio.com, which sorely needs updated. I will get on that during the hiatus. Woo, time flies. And of course, as always. If you are listening to us, it is one of our streaming services. It is iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as our awesomely awesome Podbean app. Um, it's also our server, which hosts these wonderful, wonderful podcasts that we do. <laughs> um, it is at deadpanstudio.podbean.com. Check them out. Rate us. Find us. Leave us comments. Do something, because we will... We, we, we relish the idea of actually getting an email or contact. Just wish you all weren't too good for it. No. <laughs> anyway, with that, for Deadpan Studio Podcast, this is Soaking Nostalgia. I am the Matt, and this week I was also joined by uh, uh, Sir Bradley, the Mick, and Alan even chimed in. Wasn't it great? <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye.